1: The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. 180! Talking darts,
2: this is At The Occy on SENZ.
3: Yes, good evening and welcome into to At The Occy here on SENZ. My name is Ben Francis and it is a pleasure to have you listening into the show. Now coming up for you a little later on, we have New Zealand Darts Council President Bob Wilson... Guess what, guys? The return of darts in New Zealand is finally back. Ranking tournaments are here. We've got the Canterbury Open coming up this weekend, and Bob will be on the show to talk about that. And a little later on, we have Luke Humphreys. Yes, if you guys don't know Luke, he is, I think he's reached two, maybe three quarterfinals at the PDC World Champs. He's won three European Tour titles this year. He is a man in fantastic form, and it is a pleasure to have him on the show. Not necessarily to talk about his form, but he's had a bit of an interesting career. He took his step away a couple of years ago. He was talking a bit about his anxiety, and he's really focused on his weight loss and his health and it's kind of he's kind of reaping the rewards for that now so can't wait to get him on the show to talk about that stuff but as always joining me in studio is the big rig ben rob ben how are you cheers benny good to be here bro and uh we have another special guest in the studio here tonight he's uh, known as roland roberts jamie roberts how are you doing mate yeah feeling good ben feeling good mate thanks for uh, having me along yeah, no, it's great to have you both here in the studio and we just wanted to pay our respects as well to the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SCNZ to bring you the very best in darts. All right, guys, if you've been listening out during the day, you would have heard that we have a big announcement to make with regards to the New Zealand Darts Masters. Any ideas what it is, boys? I have a fair idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, just just can't wait. Yeah, get it out. All right, so, of course, as we know, the New Zealand Darts Masters is finally back. It's been quite a while. It was last year in 2019. Of course, COVID stopped it from happening, but Globebox Arena in Hamilton, August 26, 27. It will be here again, and before that, they are in Townsville and the Wynn Entertainment Centre in Wollongong. And earlier this year, they did announce that Peter Wright, Gerwin Price, Michael Van Gerwin, James Wade, and Fallon Sherrock would be coming down under and of course we got our Aussie boys as well we got Simon Whitlock Gordon Glenn uh, Mathers and Damon Hitter as well but there are still two spots remaining to be filled for the New Zealand Darts Masters and I can confirm those two players tonight first up we have this man here that's right we have Johnny Clayton the
4: reigning Premier League champion Boys, how exciting is this? Oh, massive. He is a phenomenal player. You know, he's he's in such great form. You know, he's proven everything at you know, every level and uh, we're all watching the Premier League and he's amazing.
1: Yeah, um, when you think about form, in-form players and he's probably the top four in the world right now in form and, and, um, and, and the way he's playing and exciting to have him come down our side of the world and see what he can do when he travels 16 hours, 30 hours.
3: I wonder if he's actually going to have to quit his job because he he can't remember who he does. I think he works for the local council in Wales and he has yeah. so much time off work. I don't know how he's going to talk convince the boss with this one. But the final player we are delighted to confirm for the upcoming New Zealand Darts Masters in August is this man here. The winner of
5: eight PDC titles, the newly
0: crowned Masters champion.
3: that's right the rock star joe cullen is coming down to our shores of course joe cullen first year in the premier league he snuck into the playoffs which will be next month he has had a fantastic year and we are delighted to have him here on the line joe how are you mate
0: uh, I'm all the better for hearing it, absolutely confirmed. Now that means I'm definitely going, so I'm great.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, it's that, it's really cool to have you coming down here. But I have to ask you: if someone had asked you six months ago that you would be in the finals for the Premier League, you'd be on New Zealand radio, and you'd be coming down to New Zealand, you probably wouldn't have believed them, that right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was always going to happen, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's um, it's been a bit of a whirlwind year, obviously winning the Masters has got me into the Premier League and, and now some World Series as well so uh, this year just keeps getting better and better.
3: Well one guy you could potentially be facing at the New Zealand Darts Masters later this year is the big rig Ben Rob, and I've got him in studio in here and he's got a couple of uh, fighting words for you. <laughs> oh
1: cut it out
3: Hey Joe how <laughs> are then, you mate?
1: Yeah good mate you? Good mate Hey um, bro I've been watching you over the last couple of years um, showing some crazy darts I think you hit like 20 plus 180s against Girwin and and uh, the world champs and just it's felt I've watched a lot of your games and I felt like you're always the, the the better player but just seems to let yeah, have a few lapses here and there and I mean you won the masters this year you're playing the best I've ever seen you play um like what do you put it down to bro have you changed preparation or have you just kind of trust the process and trust your ability
0: no it's, it's been a bit sweet for me um, obviously you know I lost my mother last year and it just Gave me a little bit of a different attitude towards darts. That darts really isn't that important, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things. And I've just, I just think it's changed my attitude and my outlook on darts in general. So I probably put it down to that. And obviously, you, as as you know, and anyone that's you know in the PDC and darts, you need a bit of luck along the way. And you know, the Masters came unexpected. I went there with not much expectations, and you saw what it did for Johnny Clayton last year. You know, he went off to bigger, better things and won the Premier League. So obviously, been in the playoffs. I've I've, I've um, I'm still in with a chance to win it myself, so yeah, it's been um, it's been a strange year but a good
4: one. Uh, awesome, uh, Roland here from uh, New Zealand as well, uh, rockstar. Um, look, I went through yeah. something real similar, man, last year uh, losing mum and stuff like that, and uh, man, my game's just really really growing as well. You're kind of able just to kind of put yourself to the side, and uh, you know, like you said, dance doesn't really matter at the end of the day, so. Really, really awesome yeah. to, to kind of hear that coming from, you know, someone like yourself who we all just idolise over here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's, we're, we're all human at the end of the day. You know, it doesn't matter what walk of life you're in, whether it be darts or, you know, whether it be working at a supermarket, you know, when family comes first, no matter what you do. So, it, yeah, just it just gave me that, that different outlook and it, it seems to work, like, even now. Yeah. You know, I lost at the weekend and normally I would, you know, soak for a good solid day, soak for, like, 10, 15 minutes and then, it's not important again, and we'll go again the next one.
4: Yeah, that's it, right? So, so leading up to uh, you know this week's Premier League, you'll you'll just get back in the tank, just refocus. Uh, anything particularly you're going to do different this week for is the finals and stuff?
0: Yeah, well, there's two weeks until the finals, and uh, the other boys are in New York. Um, obviously, I've got I've got the week off. I've got a couple of exhibitions in Scotland, so I'm just going to actually leave the darts alone this week. It's been you know a constant year traveling and. Yeah. I'm exhausted, really. So I'm just going to... I think I'm going to leave the darts probably the whole week, maybe pick them up again Friday just to have a bit of a loosener and then start getting prepared properly, you know, next week coming into the finals.
3: Well, if you want something to do, mate, I suggest you jump on good old Google and have a look at some things to do while you're down in New Zealand. Have you looked at, you know, what it's like down here? Have you checked out, you know, some of the scenery, some things you can do?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously there's uh, the two weeks in Australia and then New Zealand. So, you know, there's plenty to do. I'm... As you can see, I'm a big fan of tattoos, so I'm going to hope to get you know a good traditional New Zealand tattoo. I'm not sure what yet, but um, yeah, I'm a big big rugby League fan as well, a big NRL fan, so um, I'm not actually looked when the when the Warriors are playing, but if they're, oh. if they're somewhere near, I might try go to get on with that. He's
1: a good man. He I, knows his team.
4: I, I, I,
3: do you actually follow the Warriors, or what is your NRL team?
1: No,
0: it, <laughs> it, I'd probably follow the Canberra, if I'm honest, the Raiders.
4: Canberra?
0: Uh, just because oh. of all, just because of all the all the English players that go over there, and I know a couple of them, so uh, I'm good friends with John Bateman. So I have followed him since he went over
3: there. I, I have to do ask you as well about your sporting allegiances. You know, I hear you hear you're a Canberra Raiders fan. I know a couple of big ones myself, but you know, you're from Bradford, mate. But you support Manchester United, and uh, we've got Ricardo here as well. He's in, the, in our producers' booth. He's he's a big United Man United fan as well. He's got the tattoo on his leg. I think why yeah, I why, why well. United? <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, United and, and coming back to the rugby league, I'm from Bradford, so you think it would be, you know, the Bradford Bulls when they was good, but I support Wigan Warriors as well. Um, it's just my, my father—that's that, how it is. You, you support who your father supports, and I've been brought up to support those two, so I don't think he's made a bad choice. But I think um, I think United are somewhat lacking at the minute, but I'm sure we'll get back to bigger, bigger and better things soon.
4: Yeah, It was funny, um, Joe, when uh, Ben said that you supported United, but you were from Bradford. First thing that came into my head is like, I wonder if he was at Valley Parade the day that Skulls hit that volley from outside the penalty area from the Beckham corner, and maybe that was it.
0: No, 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 it wasn't that. It was, it was just literally a case of being brainwashed by my dad. You know, I've, <laughs> I've got a youngster myself, and he didn't get a choice. It was, it was Man United and Wigan Warriors at rugby. So I think that's how it's always been in my family. You know, you support who your father supports, and like I said, I don't think he's made a bad
3: choice. Well, if you want to run into a Bradford City fan, uh, you're talking to the right man because that's um, uh, myself, unfortunately, you know, languishing in League 4. Really? Yeah, I, I do. You know, lots of people are quite surprised about that. It takes them quite a while to figure that out. But, uh, you know, you said you've got a couple of exhibitions uh, this weekend. You know, what else have you got on the agenda coming up for you?
0: Uh, well, we're just, we're just busy in general. You know, we, um, me and my wife reopened a, a cafe in the village where we live, so it's pretty busy there and it's a school holiday, so... I've not actually thought about it it's gonna be going to be strange to Start at home on a thursday rather than you know be away wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday so it's been that constant i'm gonna to try to catch up on a bit of sleep because I've, i feel like i've not slept for the last four months but yeah i'm sure i'm sure the kids will be nagging and we'll you know we'll do something fun
4: nice hey um what who's your who's your best brother when you're when you're getting ready for a for a comp like coming up and stuff do you have someone that you you jump in and you you know you you start smashing the board with or, or, or is it a lot of your your own individual time and stuff like that as well?
0: Yeah, I've, I've, always, be, I've always been a, uh, a fan of just practicing on my own because I've never been the greatest practicer. Um, it's, it's improved probably over the last probably six months, but I just feel that if, if you, you know, invite somebody around to have a practice, then you feel obliged to to stay and practice with them. Whereas if I start practicing and I'm not, I'm not playing great, I'll just go sit down and, you know, pick it up again later. But I think you feel obliged... You know, especially if you're hosting, if somebody's come along to practice to to cater to their needs when dart is an individual sport. So I, I couldn't care less about how they feel. So yeah, sure. <laughs> I've always been sort of that, that sort of that sort of mentality. But
4: yeah. and you're, in
0: the Premier League and yeah. pretty good friends with Johnny Clayton, so we
4: nice. we spend a lot of time together in the Premier League. Man, that guy's throwing some super darts. Eh? And he, he, when you're sort yeah. of doing your individual stuff, are you, you're just up there bashing out 12, 15 darters. Like, do you have a set routine that you're kind of doing?
0: Yeah, I think I think I'm probably one. Well, I think I, I can't think of anyone anyone else who does practice like I do. I, I just I just throw a treble twenty. Don't don't throw anything else. Just just treble twenty. Don't practice doubles. Nothing.
3: Well, uh, Joe, it's been an absolute privilege to have you here on at the Oki on SCNZ, and we can't wait to see you down in New Zealand. And uh, we'll challenge you to a game, but the the triggers you have to use your left hand.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, you might have a chance then. <laughs> oh, I, I would hope so. I, I really hope so. I'm going to start practising now. But, uh, Joe, as I said, uh, thanks for taking a moment out of your very busy schedule to have a chat to us here on At The Oki, and we can't wait to see you down in New Zealand in August. Yeah, I can't wait.
0: Thanks for talking to the guys. Have a great day. Cheers, Joe. All
3: right, that was uh, Joe Cullen there, of course, one of the PDC players who was coming down under later this year. Of course, the New Zealand Darts Masters last held in 2019. So just to confirm... That PDC lineup: Peter Wright, Gerwin Price, Michael Van Gerwen, Fallon Sherrock, James Wade, Michael Smith, Johnny Clayton, Joe Cullen. Of course, we have Simon Whitlock, Damon Hitter, and Gordon Mathers. We have four qualifiers as well from the Dart Players New Zealand and one from DPA. And hopefully uh, one of these or both of these people in front of me will be part of that list. I hope so.
4: Man, <laughs> that would be the dream, you know. It would be the dream. Yeah, it would be
3: <laughs> awesome. And uh, we'd love to get your, your reaction to that list here on SENZ. So give us a call 0800 150 811 or text us on 8833. And I've also got a question for you both. I'll give you some time to think about it. What is your favourite PDC walk-on theme? Of course, we heard Johnny Clayton's there. We heard Joe Cullen's there. We'd love to get your favourite. So give us a call 0800 150 811 or text us 8833 with yours. But coming up after the break, we have Bob Wilson from the New Zealand Darts Council. <laughs> It's 18 past nine here on SENZ, you're listening to At The Oki. you've got myself, Ben Francis, The Big Rig, Ben Rob, and Roland Roberts, Jamie Roberts here. We just want to pay a big thanks to the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. And we're very excited now to have on the phone the President for the New Zealand Darts Council, Bob Wilson. Bob, how are you? Good mate, how
5: yourself? How's the two Bens and uh, Jamie? <laughs>
3: Oh, we're, we're all very good in here. We're all very good in here, but we're very excited to have a chat with you because, for the first time, I believe since it's August, we have ranking events back on the dart schedule. The New Zealand Darts Council is hosting the Canterbury Opens mixed pairs, the Open singles, and the men's and ladies' Open pairs this weekend. How excited are you to have these events back up?
5: Oh, look, it's it, it's good to be back back up and running again. You know, it's been a while, as you said, August last year, and. Uh, uh, it's coming into a very busy June. You know, it's not only we got the Canterbury Open, but we've also got the Puma Masters and the uh, South, uh, South Island Masters. They put their date on and the end of June. So, you know, there's plenty there to choose from if uh, players are looking for a game.
3: And what, how hard was the process to get all these events back up and running? Because, of course, there has been the challenges with all the COVID restrictions and that. But, you know, can you talk us a bit about the process to getting these events back up?
5: Yeah, it's, it hasn't been too bad, but the the, the issue we got to deal with is WDF. You know, you keep got to keep going back to the WDF to to uh, let them know that we postponed and cancelled, and and then uh, you know if you, if you get up running again, that they, we've got to get back to the WDF and tell them that we're running this tournament this date and whether it's okay with them. And you know, so there's a bit of work between us and the WDF, but you know, it sort of works itself out. And it's good. I'm, you know, I'm sure this is what the players are looking forward to get some uh, ranking tournaments because this is this is the start of the three major ones that will get the top ranking qualifiers over to the Australian Darts Open and Moana and Matuka. So, yeah, there's a lot to play for.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hey, Bob, it's Ben here. Yeah, your favourite, Ben. Hey you go, mate. Hi uh, mate. <laughs> hey, uh, before I get into the question, um, uh, just from the players in the country, um, I think you really set the standard about. How to how to be transparent with the players about how an organisation should be run? Um, I know that a lot of people had a lot of questions, and, and you fronted it. You went on live. You you opened yourself up to questions without even knowing what they were going to be. And um, yeah, just on behalf of the players, mate, thanks for you know being out there, put yourself out there, and, and explain these things to us so we could prepare as best we could. No, that's that's,
5: that's very good, Ben. And, and that was that's one of my things. I don't like. You know, I'm probably the only chairman of the New Zealand Council that's sort of done that sort of thing. And, you know, and, and I'm relatively young at, at the chairman side of it and I just don't want anybody to be left in the dark. You know, don't, players don't want to treat them like mushrooms. They need to know what's going on. And, um, you know, the certainty of dates is, and the change of a lot of dates has been a big hassle, but I'm trying my best. And, you know, you don't always get it right. Um
1: yeah, but you fronted it. You fronted it, and you took it head on, which um, I know from yeah, a lot of the players' point it. of view, that, that they really appreciated that.
5: Yeah, that's it. And I found the uh, Facebook uh, doing the odd piece on Facebook. You know, the players love that sort of thing, letting them know what's going on. So, yeah, and I like doing it. I'm going to do it up at uh, Canterbury. I'm going to do a Facebook live, and may do a couple of interviews. You know, just to so keep people involved in what's going on.
1: That's it. Hey, um, my my question to you, Bob. You've been around darts for a long time. Uh, you know, what's the standout, you know, moments, whether it was, you know, behind the desk or on the hockey, are there are there moments that stand out above the rest for you?
5: Yeah, well, I won't mention my darts, because I've ne- never been a good dart player, but um, the last World Cup we went to, I think, uh, being the manager, uh, first-time manager of a world champion, you know, it's 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 a big buzz, and um you know, you know yourself, Ben. and what it was like when we went to Korea. You know that was the start of that was the start of my management side of the New Zealand teams. And but yeah, it was capped off uh, by when we went to uh, Romania, and uh, with Darren winning the winning the uh, the over of uh, the um, World Champ singles. And you know, just just the way he performed there was a credit. And to the whole two teams, the ladies and the men's. You know, we were just a bit unlucky. We got hit at the line by the Welsh and. I think if we'd won the Welsh game, we could have just as easily gone on to win that World Cup. But, hey, yeah, I've had plenty of highs, um, as I said, but my game, never, my game never went to anything, so I decided <laughs> to join the, the administration side of it, and I thought, you know, I quite like this. And then, you know, I've been chairman for the last six years. Our past chairman, John McLeod, passed away, and I took over the reins. And, yeah, but yeah, for all for all organisations, you've got to have a good... Team under here, and, and um, certainly had in my time. I've had two good secretaries, and Paula Marsoe and Now I've got another good one, and Jenny and um, Silcock And of course, she's um, she does a lot of work behind the scenes. And you know, it's not just me there, but I'm the one that sort of opens up to everybody. So that's good, and that's what I like. And you know, Ben, I'm a, I, I'm one of your favourites, and um, I hope, hope, hope you can go well in the, in the coming months.
4: Cheers, yeah. mate. Bob, it's um, Jamie here mate, we've, we've actually never spoken before, um, probably we've been following each other's uh, journeys and stuff like that, um, but look, it, it sounds like you've got some really great uh, leadership uh, structures in place like that, you know, I know for myself, um, just sort of forming something over the last few years out of the Birkinhead RSA, you know, when you've, when you've got those corners in the uh, jigsaw piece, it just runs a lot smoother in that. Um, so really, really looking forward to to into, uh, some of your tournaments this year as well as a, as a newbie, as a first timer, yeah. come and uh, learn as much as I can. But what, what do you say to um, you know the, the the new players that don't necessarily know too much about you know the events and stuff like that? Um, are you guys sort of working on trying to get that out there a little bit more to to the well, public in we, that? We're,
5: yeah, yeah, we we do. We work with um, uh, Shot because Shot's our main sponsor, of course. so it, <laughs> And um, we work with them. We come up with some ideas. And, uh, but it's, it's very hard to get people to come into associations because that's where you've got to go to become a member. And, you know, it's getting them in the, in the hall. And, you know, that's one sort of downside I've sort of struck in my time as chairman of the New Zealand Art Council. Is the fact that, you know, a lot of associations are not run well. And it affects the whole scenario of how that that club runs. And, you know, we've had a lot of issues over the years. But, you know, if you can get a good association, that's got a good leader. And, you know, people will come in. You know, the first thing I always tell people is, if you get a newbie in the door, just don't let them wander around. You know, have someone go up there and and invite them in. And, you know, first impressions are probably the best. And if they come to a hall, you know, it's, you see grumpy people and stuff like that, yeah. don't want to talk to them and they're never going to come back. So it starts at the association level. They're the, the other ones that have got to invite people in and that's what I always tell them, you know. Yeah.
4: Mate, if that's someone um, there,
5: you
4: know, that is just absolutely music to my ears, you know, saying about those yeah. newbies that walk in the door, pat them on the back, yeah. learn their name, introduce them to everyone. So praise is exactly, there.
5: Exactly, exactly. And I, I think uh, you followed uh, Birkin here. Have you joined up with the NZDC on
4: uh, not yet. We're, we're on our way, not yet, right? You are looking at it. Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. mate. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, Bob, have
3: you had a bit more of an interest with your, your events in terms of people inquiring about it? You know, there has been a bit of a, a lockdown period and people have probably, you know, hit up the dartboard and quite would like to test themselves. Has there been a bit more, you know, players registering for your events at all?
5: Well, I'm not quite sure what our registrations have, are this year because uh, with COVID we haven't, we've only had one meeting. Um, since the registrations come in. So I'm not quite sure what the numbers are, but um, the good thing about these tournaments is they're open so anybody can come in. And I always say to people, you know, uh, even even our members, you know, these are the tournaments to play in to actually see where your game is at and to see what level you have to get to to be competitive. And, you know, you've got to start somewhere.
1: Hundred. No, no one's yeah. just
5: going to come straight in off the floor and, and be able to be well-beater right from the word go but you know when you get the likes of our top players come come to these tournaments there's a good chance to for you to play yourself against them and and see where you're at and see what you've got to get to to get there totally and you know that's that's it we we rely on our top players to coach young people to come up through and that's you know that's how, how it should be
3: well I'm looking at your calendar and I think it's in September you're up in Auckland so I'm going to circle that date and I'm going to try and get my first win against one of these guys in the studio right in front of me because they both have one or no records against me so I'm circling that in my calendar <laughs> I think that's event. Yeah. oh, oh so just, just trying to rub salt in the wounds mate there But, but uh, yeah. Bob thank you very much for your time and we're really excited to have uh, ranked events back in New Zealand it's been a while and you know we look forward to keeping up with the progress on uh, Facebook and yeah, for yeah. anyone down there
5: just a couple of things before I go. I, I heard you talking about the World Masters before. I just read a post today that Van Gerwen could be out mm. because he's going to have an operation on his carpet Tunnel So um, in June. So I'm not quite sure whether he'll be fit in time to come down here. So I just heard that today. So... Um, and the other thing is, too, we've, we've decided this year that um, we have two good members on our committee that are good at running tournaments. So we are got to send them all around the um, tournaments for this year. And uh, they're going to run them for us. Looking. And, you know, so so everything's going to be run the same, no matter what tournament you're going to be at. it's going to have the same two people there that run the whole nice. thing. So that's something I've looked at. and Because that's something we do get hammered about is... Um, We leave it to the associations, but they're not quite. Being WDF, you know, they're not quite up there. What needs to be done? So we're just going to send for this year a couple of guys, a couple of people around to run the tournaments for us. Nice. Yeah. So everything will be run nice and smoothly, hopefully.
3: Yeah. Well, thank we appreciate your time, Bob, and uh, all the best day for for the comeback event this weekend.
5: No,
3: that's great. Thank you very much. We'll catch you down there, Benny. All right, well, cheers, Bob. That was was our Bob Wilson there from the New Zealand Darts Council talking about the return of ranking events in New Zealand. Got the Canterbury Open down there this weekend. Uh, We asked for your text through on double eight double three about your favourite walk-on songs. We're going to get ours out soon, but we've had Jamie from Hamilton text through. Would definitely have to be the Colin Lloyd-Jaws theme. I like that one. We've had Colin Lloyd on here before, and we've actually brought him into that, and... He's quite a talker and he, he enjoys it. And uh, Anton has texted through saying, Haven't heard anyone using it before, but like Warriors Call by Vaultbeat. Cover also has a very darts appropriate song called Still Counting. That would be cool as a walk on song. The
4: Anton Jacobs, right? <laughs>
3: yeah. Could be. Uh, but we appreciate you guys texting through. We'd love to get more of your texts through about your favorite walk ons. We'll get to ours soon. But coming up after this break, Luke Humphreys. Cool hand, Luke. It's 26 away from 10 here on SCNZ at the Oki. Proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot, it's all about the darts. And right now on the line, we have a very special guest. He has won three European titles this year, and I believe he's reached three quarterfinals at the PDC World Champs as well. It is Cool Hand Luke. Luke Humphries, how are you, mate?
2: I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, it's been, been a great journey. I've made some great achievements already, and this just started off great for me. Oh yeah, you? you okay? Yeah, I'm very
3: well, thank you. Very well. Is uh being on New Zealand radio one of your biggest achievements? I doubt you'd ever think you'd be doing this. <laughs>
2: um It might be up there. It's something I didn't expect to be doing no, but yeah.
3: He's probably up there. Oh that that's we love love to hear that here on At The Oki. I've got uh, myself Ben Francis, we got Big Rig Ben Rob, who is New Zealand's number one ranked player, and we've got Jamie Rolling Roberts here with me as well. Uh Luke, I wanted to get you on to kind of talk about your, your career and the kind of year you've had you've had as I said, you won three European titles this year, but what I guess what do you put your form down to?
2: I think it's a bit more to do with like experience. Um, you know, at the start of my career, I was I sort of uh, made a couple, um, couple of sort of quarterfinals, semifinals on pro tours, and and then I, was, you know, didn't have that extra gear to to get myself into the finals. And then obviously last year I made uh, three finals, and um, I think it was more a factor. I was happy to be there, whereas now. You know, when I was making these finals I like had this year, uh, I was more wanting to win them. You know, I wasn't happy to be there and I wasn't, you know, pre- uh, happy just to be a finalist. I wanted to win. Um, and that just comes with experience, I think, over time. And, you know, once you win your first, you know, you know you can win and can go on and win your second. And then it just becomes a habit, really. It gives you confidence. And, you know, I think that the experience over the, you know, the last five years of, of slowly growing up to this
1: moment, I believe. Yeah, nah, true. Um, Hey, uh Look it's uh, yeah, it's been here um mate, um Hi, you you, 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 have, you weren't shy about Premier League you know you put your name out there you try to get the attention uh you know the focus on you for them to consider you but um I mean your run this year it's, you know you got their attention now um what else do you think you've got to do to, to kind of make them have no other option to take you, you, you is, are the eyes on a major is it is it another is it a big world champs run what's what's, what's on your goal?
2: Yeah, I mean, I always sort of—I am. A lot of people know that I—I mean—quite uh, obvious about me wanting to play in the Premier League. It's to, you know, it's the elite versus the elite, and I just think it would suit me really well. I think my game would would flourish in in playing in the Premier League, and you know, I'm I'm very vocal about uh, wanting to be in it. Um, last year, you know, it could have I could have been close, but they uh, reduced the field, so you know, it made it quite hard for me to get in. This year, you know, I started off fantastic and. You know, I'm obviously on the short list already, um, already for next year's Premier League and I'm not really sure um, if it's going to stay eight players or they're, they're going to make it 10, 12, you know, change it up. I'm not too sure. But I believe that for me to to guarantee myself a pick now, I think if I did win a major, um, you know, I think it would be pretty much impossible for them not to pick me. Uh, with You know, with four titles already this year and with a major, you know, that would be up there, wouldn't it? Quite high. And um, I think if I can get I believe I can, though, Ben. You know, I think that um, I've played really well in TV events in the last couple of years, and I think I've got the game to go on, go on and win one. But, you know, they, they are hard. They're, they're very difficult weeks. And These European tours I've been winning, you know, I'm beating the best players in the world. And, you know, I've not just done it once. I've done it three times. So I definitely believe that I can get one of their majors and, you know, get in the Premier League and, and, and test myself against the best week in, week out.
1: Oh mate, uh, a guy you've gone through quite a lot to to get your titles, Michael Van Gwen, who uh, in my opinion is is probably the greatest guy to pick up at that. I know, you know, it's uh controversial to say that, but I mean you you handle him so well, you it, you don't fear the guy, you know your games um, can keep up with him and you know, now you forced him into an injury, uh Luke, and now he's gonna be out of the game for a while. <laughs> um Yeah, man. Uh, no, great to see, man. I, I look forward to watching a bit more of what you can do out there.
3: Yeah,
2: I think that, you know, me me and Michael, we have had some great games. I think that's more of a, um, again, experience, you know, over the years, you sort of start off playing sort of Michael and Peter and go, and, you know, you're a bit panicky, you you know, you, you panic when you're playing. Whereas now, you know, I've got that experience in me. And when I play them, I don't, you know, I think I play my best against them. And I had a, you know, a fantastic game a couple of weeks ago against Peter Wright as well. And, you know, two, three years ago, they wouldn't be happening. It probably would have been my worst games coming out. Whereas now, and I, I think the top players bring the best out of me, and it's quite an important thing for me that I can, you know, turn up against the best players, and you know, hopefully, I haven't caused Michael an injury. But I did <laughs> see that this morning that yeah. <laughs> he's uh, having an operation, so hopefully, you know, on his part, he comes back stronger after after he has it.
4: That's good, uh, Luke. Hey, it's Roland here. Hey, um, um mate, you've had some amazing success. You know, looking through everything, um, you know, looking at what you've done. You've gone on some big runs at the uh, the world champions and uh, championship. You think you're gonna? Um, will they be doing? Will you be doing anything different this year than what you've kind of done in the past years? You had a good run to the quarterfinals last year, and then year before you you lost to, to the legend Paul Lim uh, as well. But yeah. what, what's your prep going to be? Uh, okay, sir, remind me. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to be your your? You know, what what are you going to do differently this time, if the, if anything, or are you just going to back yourself? Um.
2: Uh, you know, every year I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm progressing and getting better. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like this year I'm in that, you know, great bit of form. Obviously, it's a long way away yet. Seven months. You know, yeah. everything can change, but I just believe every year I'm slowly but surely adding a few percent on my game and getting better. Um, and this year, you know, I feel like I could win it. I really do. Mm. You know, I, I felt like that last year. I, I, I feel even more confident that I could do it this year. Um, I don't think i'll do much different, you know, I think yeah. obviously with three quarterfinals, it seems to have worked what I do um you know, I do different maybe I do it different to what other players. I sort of turn up two days before instead of one day mm. um and and prep prep a bit more better like that. I think it works for me, yeah, uh, but you know hopefully my plan is to get to that quarter final again and then you know finally push through and break that barrier off and get yeah. to the semi final. And, yeah. then, and then play it yeah. from there, and, and, and see if we can go on
3: and win it. Nice. Well, look, I've been told by somebody that if you do have a good year, you could be on the uh, plane to New Zealand and Australia next year for the Darts Masters down here. So if you keep that up, we uh, <laughs> could, you, you could be facing one of us uh, in the in the near future. But we've had a text through here from uh, Anton and Whangarei, and he asked, yeah. "How much have you attributed your success to to your fitness and uh, kind of your work? You, you've." come out a few couple of years ago and spoken about your anxiety on the stage. So how much have you kind of attributed kind of focusing on fitness, getting healthier to, to your success at the hockey?
2: I think it's a, a huge part, um, you know, for my success. Uh, it's no, it's no like, I uh, about 18 months ago, I think, you know, I was quite a heavy person and I did lose about, I think it was about four, four and a half stone, um, through the, through the lockdown period, you know, through COVID and, uh, it's attributed to me, you know, I think turned me into a different player, you know, anxiety I had the anxiety periods where I still get them but just, just not as much and I think losing the weight gave me sort of um, a healthy aspect but also a mental uh, aspect which improved um, and I think it improved my anxiety to be honest and it allowed me to you know, play darts freely and you know, when you're in, when you feel in good shape you know, your mind's in good shape it, uh, Well, I can play my best and I attribute, you know, a lot of my success to, to losing weight and looking after my mental health as well, yeah.
3: Well, I, I don't know what the perception is like in the UK, but I know when you talk to people here about darts, they're like, oh, it's predominantly played by people with, you know, big bare bellies, love love drinking, <laughs> dr- drinking alcohol and that. But I guess because darts are so professional these days and there's a lot of money in it, how important do you think it is to actually, I guess, be fit? You know, darts is not a sport you associate with fitness, but I guess in a way it is very important to be, somewhat fit with so much money on the line.
2: Yeah, in the olden days, you know, that's what it used to be known as, you know, beer drinking, big belly sort of sport. Whereas um, I think now it's more, you know, obviously you don't need to be f- hugely fit to play tarts of course, but you need to be fit for the long days. And they're quite uh, they're quite strenuous. You know, sometimes on, on, on days, you know, we, we turn up to the venue at 10 a.m. and, you know, if, on these European tours and I'm not leaving until 11 p.m. Know, that's certainly nowadays, you know, in and out of practising and sitting down and getting up and you know, it's, it's really long days uh, and if you're carrying that extra weight it, it can take it out of you a lot more than it would for someone that ain't um and it was no you know it's no we've got the perfect example when we, you know, Go and Price, he's you know in great shape and, you know, he was playing fantastic darts um uh, last year, made it made it to World Number One and I think he set a good example for all us players. Um and you know, he's an inspiration to, to me to do it, you know, to, to lose the weight, gain shape and and improve my game and, and it has and I, I, yeah, I definitely believe that getting into shape and, and looking after yourself is um, something that's very very important now in, in darts for sure
3: What have you got coming up on your schedule you know as we know there's a it's very busy coming up I know you took this weekend off uh, the, uh, with the European tour in the Netherlands but what's on your schedule
2: Well I got um, a pro tour in Germany in two weeks and then um, there's a European tour and I think in about a month in Germany as well And then I think we're sort of getting close to the world match play. So, you know, all all roads lead to to the the first big major, well, the second big major of the year. Um, And I'll be putting the the preparation in and and preparing for that and making sure I'm at the best I possibly can be to go on and and try and lift that trophy, of course, because like we just said, you know, if I can pick up that first major, you know, we'll be looking good for, um, you know, Premier Leagues. And hopefully next year, like you just said, I'd I'd love to come over to Australia and, you know, New Zealand. There's always been a place I've, to come and you know to come over and, and play in the world series, and that would you know would be a dream come true for me. So, yeah, if I can uh win that first major, who knows?
3: Well, uh, Luke, hopefully, you do have lots of success and you do find your way coming down here. But we appreciate taking uh, a moment out of your very busy schedule to have a chat to us here on at the Oki on SCNZ. Thank you very much for your time.
2: No problem, thank you for having
3: me. Cheers, Luke. That was uh, Luke Humphreys there, he's up to number 13 in the world at the moment, and he he's been. An in incredible form this year. I cannot express that. Beautiful enough. technique, very good technique, and yeah. quite jealous of it myself. <laughs> uh, but we are fifteen minutes away from ten o'clock here on SENZ. Coming up after the break, we'll get to your text. But first, we just want to pay a big thank you to our sponsor, the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. <laughs> That there is the walkout song for Nathan Aspinall and Seamus from Silverdale text that through as his favourite walk on there so thanks for your text there Seamus we are 10 minutes away from 10 here on at the Oki here on SCNZ proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot the Dart Depot it's all about the darts now we were all going to reveal our favourite walkout songs uh, who would like to go first? I'll let Jamie go
4: first uh, thanks Ben age before beauty eh? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Uh, look, man, I've got to, to say my favourite walk-on, like uh, just when I started watching darts and stuff, is just the era of Phil Taylor. You know, when the whole, everything went black, they had the lights, the smoke, and then the announcement. To me, that was just the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't say yours, by the way.
1: Why? Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> big Riggs walk-on. But um, <laughs> no, I'll go on the opposite. I know Jamie being the old follower would go for the old, the old, old, yeah, so, the old goat. I'm going to go with the new GOAT, Michael Van Gerwen, the, the lights were green. Um, me and the old man used to watch it, and you could hear the, you know, the, the crowd, oh, Michael Van Gerwen, and that just gets you going. That, just, that just started a great game. When, those, when Phil and Michael played each other, it was man. just something special. Maybe I'll watch it later. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, if, you, if you're very interested to know mine, mine's actually staying alive with Steve Beaton. Oh, wow. staying alive yeah that I, I, suits
1: him so well doesn't it it, it? does there oh, we are I,
3: I, every time I hear this I song my, I just uh, I, I, I just see it. I can just envision him walking out of my head he's just got that swagger oh, you yeah, know yeah, it's, the bronzer well. so, oh, yeah. we're going to try we're going to try and get him on the show that I'm, guy doesn't age right? I'm really keen to get him on the show so we're going to try that for in Why two weeks time uh, but guys had a couple more texts here Jamie needs to have an on air 501 showdown with the big rig I'm sure, sure we can make that happen oh yeah it be a quick game Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, are both, right. both use your left hand and we'll be fine uh, and we've got another text here as well how did Ben get the name Big Rig well Andy I'll tell you um, nah no, I was just uh, watched
1: UFC fan of the UFC trying to find nicknames Big Ben has been out there for ages and um, Big Rig was one that was dropped out and the boys have just started calling me the rig since then so I'm kind of stuck Oh, for the
3: f- I was expecting a much more exciting Oh, that's a story. story I can tell on the radio anyway. That's, one I go with. <laughs> that's pretty pretty deflating, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we've got a couple of minutes here to uh, wrap things up, guys. Uh, Premier League playoffs start in June, or mid. I think it's the 14th of June New Zealand time. We've got the semi-finalists confirmed Johnny Clayton versus Joe Cullen and Michael Van Goren versus James Wade. Who are we picking to win this?
4: Johnny Clayton, man, for me.
1: I'm going to go with the man we talked to today, Joe Cullen, debut... Got a similar kind of thing as Johnny Clayton, and I think he um, he's going to upset a lot of people.
3: I would have actually said Michael Van Gerwen, but this injury, which is the carpal tunnel syndrome, which he's going to have surgery on and miss the World Cup. He could even miss events in June and July, and I actually wouldn't rule him out missing the New Zealand Darts Masters, in all honesty, not trying to get everyone panicking. That's just how I see it. But I guess I'm going to lean towards Johnny Clayton as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he deserves it. Raining champ, playing well, um, big format. He loves proven. the format. He's proven. Yeah, so that's, that's coming up, as I say, June 14th, I believe it is, New Zealand time, and that will be very exciting. Johnny Clayton, the defending champion. Michael Van Gerwen's won it lots of times. I think James Wade has won it as well. But, boys, you're both going to Canterbury in the weekend, right? Not Jamie. He's got, oh, Jamie's um, not he's not. got a well-deserved holiday coming up. <laughs> oh, I'll so, be down there. Yeah. And you are looking forward to uh, to winning that trophy, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, last year, um, knocked out first round by Mike D. Um, the best part about it is rollover ranking uh, as Bob said there's a, a lot on the line for it um, so I'm not defending much points uh, me and was are both going to Germany um, a lot of points that we are both given up by not going to Wellington so uh, yeah uh, Christchurch is massive and then the following following weekend in um, Uh so a lot of points a lot of important points to be winning so I'm looking forward to it because you'll be up in Germany mate you won't be on the show Hey, mate, we can uh, pre-record a few things. I know what we do here, we're pretty special.
3: Oh, uh, that's brilliant. So we'll get, we'll, get a, we'll get a big rig exclusive from up in Germany <laughs> Done. Uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks' time, and we'll try to get Warren Perry on as well. But hey, boys, it's been an absolute privilege to have you both here in the studio talking about the sport we all love and some are good at. I'm saying I'm not not as good as I like, (laughs) but we've got two fantastic guys who are very good uh, throwing some tungsten arrows in front of me. So, Ben, all the best with your your very busy schedule coming up. Cheers, mate. And heading off to Germany and say we'll catch up with you. And we've got Mr. Jamie Rowling-Roberts who's doing fantastic things for darts locally at the Birkenhead RSA, running some great events there. And just quickly as well, you managed to secure a very big event coming up later this year.
4: Yeah, absolutely. We've got the DPNZ uh, tournament coming up in uh, September. So follow our Facebook page, uh, Birkenhead RSA Darts. All the info's on their team. Jump on, come along, come say hi. Uh, supporters, you know, players, whoever. Come on. Uh, Ricardo, I'm
3: just letting you know I'm going to take leave that weekend. I'll, I'll, I'll try play. But just, just giving you advance as much warning as I can. I can't give you any more. But that has been the latest here edition of At The Yockey here on SCNZ. My name is Ben Francis. Ricardo Ball will be back in here with extra time after this. A big thanks to the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts.